John Von Tobel, Adam Hill, filling in for Steve Cofield. Damon is alongside as well. Four o'clock hour. We welcome in our neighbors to the north in Reno. It's a very hearty welcome. Although last week, look, I didn't have some nice things to say about Reno. It's all right. We can all get along. I have to always have to watch myself, too. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about the rivalry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, to. every once in a while, it's, a fr- it's friendly jabs. Sometimes you send out friendly jabs. You do it on the air. You do it on Z. On Z. Yeah. Z. Yeah. Z. You Z out friendly jabs. Yeah, come on. That's what you do. For those joining us just now from Reno, we cannot get over. We, I mean, no, I think you can't get over. You're the one. You just mentioned it. Yes, because that's how it's properly pronounced. It's not. It's Z now. Nobody's saying Z. I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people in the building, in fear of their job, are saying it. <laughs> the you mean the Twitter headquarters? <laughs> the Z headquarters? It's Twitter. Uh, no, isn't it now Twee? It's Twi. Twi. There we go. Yeah. They were taking down the sign and they didn't have permits, so they had to. And you need a permit stop. for everything. <laughs> the more the more I hear, man, the more I, I'm kind of in with. I like I'm supporting Elon a little bit more. For just because of that, just he's just hurdle after hurdle. The guys are trying to change okay. the world. Let me say this because this is it's going to sound political, but it's I'm I'm really just saying this. So I, I I have I know a lot of people that complain about quote unquote regulations. So many regulations, and maybe there could be less. That's fine. I have some friends that are extremely on on that side of politics who complain every day about the amount of regulations. Right, red tape. We're just we were just traveling abroad uh, this late here late here in the summer as a get ready for training camp getting that last trip in and we're you know in a foreign country that's not as developed and obviously not as regulations and they every day complained about the sidewalk uh, these sidewalks are really disjointed uh, the curbs are way too high that's dangerous infrastructure baby and I'm like that's regulations this is what happens when you don't have what are you talking about. They, they could not put that together. What do you mean? We just want everything to be smooth like it is in the U.S. Yeah. It, it's wild to me. It is absolutely wild. To Sounds me. like uh, really investing in the infrastructure around the country is a really good idea, huh? Thanks. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents The Big Four at Four. Number four. Not, not a good idea. Putting your foot in your mouth consistently. Okay. I, I feel like what we're about to wa- talk about right now, it's just somebody who really needs some media training. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if there's actually any, like, real ill will behind the words that are spoken. Maybe there is. Maybe there is. Maybe there is literally an ignorance to what Deshaun Watson did. And maybe he really thinks that, hey, man, just wrong place, wrong time. Okay? Maybe. So Deshaun Watson, yet again, has kind of stepped in it with his words. He was at media availability yesterday. Yeah. It's well, let's let's play this. He's at media availability yesterday. And he's asked about essentially his story as a football player and starts out with some pretty good messages about how he got to this point. Uh, you know, Gainesville, Georgia, 815 Ashton Square, the session of apartments, you know, that type of situation of, you know, when I was a young kid, I didn't think of the NFL. I didn't know I was going to make it out of high school. You know, my mom being sick and having tongue cancer and not being able to eat solid food over again, you know, not having a father figure in my life ever, probably 27 years, I've seen him four times. 
on, you know, different stuff like that is just is things that people don't really get to hear about. Ooh, okay. So he's talking about his life, right? The, the upbringing, not having a father, all those sort of things. Those are good points to make in terms of a journey to sure. this point in a an athletic career. Sure. That's fine. Why, why is this even a topic? Well, if you, if you heard it at the end, what he said was, those aren't the things that are really talked about. And he continued. No, especially last year has been, you know, the media directing and narrating something, something, something else. Um, you know, it's, it's been kind of overshadowed. So having an opportunity to tell that story in front of those guys and look their teammates in their eyes and be able to touch them and let them know how, you know, why I am who I am, you know, it's definitely a problem. Kevin said he found you. It was the media directing and telling a different narrative last year. It was. So am I, am I wrong in thinking, like, so is this just a lack of media training, right? Like, he just doesn't know how to phrase things, and so maybe it's just, I know people are going to not like this. It's an honest mistake because he just doesn't know how to answer the question. Or or does Deshaun Watson actually go back home and it's just like, MSM, always getting me down. I feel, Mainstream media. I feel like he just, he's pretty tightly wound. He probably just needs an outlet to relax. I would imagine. I mean, they took those away from him, so maybe. That's probably the, the problem. Uh, look, he's I'm sure he's angry about what's happened. People, people that are in trouble that do wrong tend to get mad at the media who talks about it. Like, that's a very common thing. Like, if you just, if you, the media, just shut up. Right. I can do whatever I want. If Malika Andrews just wouldn't bring up the fact that Brandon Miller was around when a murder happened, we wouldn't have to talk about these things. Adjacent. Yeah. Murder adjacent. I said around when a murder happened. Yeah. I know. Uh, But, like, that is most of the time when you hear people lash out at the media. Like, there's a lot of issues with the media for sure. But most of the time when you hear people lash out about it. You finally admit it. It's some... I've always admitted it. Uh... There, it's it's usually because they did something wrong or want to do something wrong, like that. That's usually what it is. I, I can think of a very prominent sports personality in Las Vegas who does this all the time. Where it's like, if you, if you, the media, would stop bringing up these topics, I could be an evil dictator with okay. no checks or balances. Wow, what media member wants to be an evil dictator? <laughs> no, I'm saying I could be. If the media shuts up, right, I, in my powerful position, could be an evil dictator that just runs everything the way I want. It's Daniel Snyder. Sure. Think about that. Like, the media exposing the harassment and the treatment of employees and the stealing of money from other owners, by the way, and the awful things that he was doing. If the media just shut up, he could do whatever he wants. So, like, that that's where this comes from of, like, if the media wasn't talking about things or exposing things or getting to the bottom of things, then it's true. Deshaun Watson could he could have just stayed in Houston. He could have, well, he already signed a massive contract. That's fine, but nobody would have ever known about this. Right. So it is the media's fault. Now I would argue that that's why the media is around and why it's so valuable. But in the end, it is the media's fault that this is out there. Number three. And then it's for the public to decide. I was going to ask Simon's opinion, but we're off. We're done. Then it's for the public to decide how they want to react to that person. But, yeah. 
there's no deep conversation to be had here. I just know you like bears, so I sent you a video of a bear fixing a traffic cone. I mean, fantastic. No, people do. I get bear things sent to me all the time because people know my obsession with bears. Did you watch this, Demont? It's great. Uh, no. It's fantastic. Watch it. Um, I get because I get bear things sent to me all the time, and because people are like, "Oh, you like bears? I like bears doing human things." This is this, this is, is kind of human, alley. right? This is up my because the, 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 the best part is, is it's a video of a bear on it like a road. He walks like just lazily loafs up to a traffic cone, picks it up with his, with his teeth because it's it's on its side, stands it upright, and then just walks away. Yeah, like he knows. Like, oh, no, this no, no. shouldn't be like this. Well, he I have sees to fix it all the this. time. Like yeah, I I love that. We don't want to assume. Could be a sheep. Correct. They. Yeah, uh, they see it all the time standing upright, so they know that that's how it's supposed to go. I love that. I wish it was his paws, its paws, that you know that's a little bit more human. But I love this. Uh, I, 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 there's just something about bear. I actually did watch bears do bear things for a while too. There was a live stream, sleep and eat and stuff. Oh yeah, there's a live stream like up at a uh, hunt like salmon a, like a pond up in Alaska. Yeah, it's just a pond, and so the bears would sleep. And they would wake up and they would go catch a fish and eat it. It was the most relaxing thing I've ever watched in my life. It was I don't know. I've watched a bear like rip the skin off of a salmon at one point that was still oh, yeah, they, alive. They, they and I was like, Holy smokes. Yeah, the, the fish is like, wow. Yeah, they, like, oh my God. It's terrible part, but I don't really care about fish. So it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's good. The bear's just getting his meal. It, it, I love that. Number two. All right. So DeMond sends over topics every time. And I got his topics today. And the last topic on the list was Rings Culture Has Ruined. And, like, that was it. So what was it? My bad for not finishing the sentence. The youth. Did it have to do with what I sent in? Yeah, the Cam Newton? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I'm, I'm totally blanked on that. I thought I sent over my full topic list. I, it was missing. And, yes, Ring's culture has ruined the youth. So this is – I don't know what. This is some sort of football event that youth – the youth – the youths, is that what it is? Youth. Are at where Cam Newton is. And they're totally – you know, they're giving Cam Newton crap about whatever – and it all of a sudden turns into, you know, ring culture, and this is what happens. Yes. No, you yes. met me. Yes. I met you. Grant, tell me about it. Show me a picture. Show me a picture. I got an autograph. Nine. I got a question. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. We got the same amount. No, but we don't got the same bank account. <laughs> okay, so you heard that, which was, how many rings do you have? He responds with none. The kid says, we have the same. And he goes, yeah, but we have different bank accounts. To which, by the way, at the end of the clip, you hear a kid go, you don't have to do that. And then, <laughs> to which Cam Newton's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, now? Yeah. Now you're going to play the victim? Yeah. Now we have to do it. Of course. I mean, well, he also could have said, like, have MVP, too. Like, right. You don't have that. International it's, championship. could have gone there. Right. It's not like he's a terrible player. That's the thing. I mean, yes. It's... It's silly to try to call out a an, any player, any professional player in this. It's really silly for somebody that actually won an MVP to be like, "Yo, got a ring, though." Okay, what do you? What? Did, first of all, he could have gone to the old. What does your dad do? Right. <laughs> what does he do? That he's so much better than me, and not not that you're better than anyone as a as an NFL player, but I mean, no, it's as silly an NFL player, it, it's it's oh, oh, I thought you meant no, no, the person's dad. I thought you meant miserable as an NFL player because I feel like these kids, if Nick Foles came by, they would be dapping him up. You the man? He no, got a ring. BDN. Like if if it was Rob Johnson. Yeah. Yep. Highest rated passer the year the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer praised him up. Cam Newton beat it. <laughs> I mean that's. 
That's a really good point. Like that's why the <laughs> yeah. ring culture thing is it's really so dumb. dumb. It's so dumb. And your point is actually one of the better ones. Which, if I was Cam Newton, I'd say I single-handedly led Auburn to a national championship. On you're my too own. right. Like you're too young to realize this, but our play calls were just numbers, and all it was was just me running every single time and destroying everybody in my don't, path. Don't challenge professional athletes on their resume. <laughs> and to those people in Auburn, real quick, that national championship means more than a Super Bowl ring. Of course. Number one. Uh, I'll do the on-air thing really quickly. Thirteen fifty, right? That's where we're at here. That's where we're at here. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. All right, so we're all taking a billion dollars from the Saudis to go play soccer if they ask us, correct? What position? I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Even Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kylian Mbappe offered, you know, it's going to be $776 million for the transfer fee, whatever, for one yeah. year over there. Yeah. Giannis retweeted it with a picture of himself and goes, I look like Kylian Mbappe. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Call me. I, I mean, it's real. Your ethics and morals are really, really challenged when a large sum of money gets gets involved. Yep. For sure. Now, the argument I would make is you're not taking a billion dollars to play soccer. You're taking a billion dollars to do PR. Yes. Which I will <laughs> I will do PR for a lot of people for a billion dollars. Probably not. That, oh, man. It's rough. It's rough. It's a tough call. But DeMond, I think you would have to take it at the end. When we come back, DeMond had a, a nice date over the weekend. We got to get the recap on what happened when he went to go to the movies. That was uh, that was very controversial. So that was a line from Oppenheimer. I know that, right? Now, the problem was in the middle of a sex scene with um, what's her name, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Doesn't she like ask? I haven't seen the movie. I've just like read the article. Does she not like ask him? Sorry, spoilers. Does she ask him to like read that quote or something like whoa, that? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's not his quote. Even in the, the real right. life quote it's, that he said from TV, it's from some Hindu scripture. Right. So she asks him in the middle of, you know, lovemaking. Yeah. Fornicating. Yeah. To read that. I often do that too. Yeah. I tell I tell Isabel, like, give me the A dot on Justin Herbert real quick. You know? Did you have to Google? No, I have it up on the screen. Okay, that's good. That's fair. So yes. I have in the background. And in know. the movie, she also did just have the book <laughs> and had, you know. Okay. So how, you did see it. Yeah. So how was it? How was the weekend? So it set this well, up, though, for people, because you yeah. were going on a date. We think. Then you denied that it was. Right. And then it was friends. And then she paid for both tickets, which was very Oh, she paid for you? She paid for, for both tickets, yeah. yes. Wow. IMAX for both, the big screen. So she was into you. Yeah, um, and this is what happens. Also, anytime I'm going out anywhere, I'm doing the Dave Chappelle from um, what's the movie? Dang, the the Stoner movie, where he's half baked. Half baked. I'm doing that in my head the entire time. <laughs> okay. So you know, have a couple of drinks before. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna play on the machine. It's like, oh, I doubled the forty dollars that I put in there, so I'm up forty dollars now. The drinks are comped. Leave ten. Boom, we're fine there. Large popcorn. And well, hold on. Slow down. You're way... I think yeah, way I, don't know, like, what's, I, don't so I, we, I didn't realize what's happening. Where we left it, you were going to... Oh, yes. Going you were on gonna a date. Do, you were going to participate in Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. You're see Barbie weekend. and Oppenheimer, which a lot of people apparently did. The numbers were great for both of them. But I think your order and was Oppen first, Barbie, right? That's No, I was Barbie first. Okay, all right. All okay. right so it was Barbenheimer. So I think that's the proper order yeah. to do it. Uh, so we were going we to go out with this girl to see both these movies. She was paying. You said it was a date, that it wasn't a date, that it was friends, and we didn't know exactly what it was. So... Where do we, how do we get there? Do we meet first? Are we going in one car? Or are we meeting at the movie? 
Uh, we met at Red Rock, yeah. Okay. okay. And then was Rough there start. was Rough there start. dinner or was maybe a stop in the food court for the luxurious Starbucks that JVT once worked at? Haunted for many a year. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what was the pre-movie plan? She said she was not hungry. Mm. That's a tough spot That's too. So, she well, also, she was, she's like, down. I don't want to have to pay for this meal. Yeah, like, clearly, like, I already bought the tickets. <laughs> I'm paying for dinner too. So, was it a date? Two people enjoying. So you met outside. No, but the and, don't answer the question. Was it a date people, or not? No, no, enjoying we, each other's we, company. I think what happens is we have to determine based on how the night went. We determined if it was a date. or No, not. there's not. Like you can't just assume. You can't find out afterwards. No, we get to judge. He's saying it's not clearly, so we get to judge based on how the night went. No, but he's not saying it clearly. Every time we ask, you go. You gotta skate the issue, guys. Come on, just two people enjoying each other's company. Is she listening? No, not at all. Okay, she never has listened. Never. Does she even know you're on radio? Not really. Okay, good. Okay, so we can we have a free rate. So you meet outside the theater in the sports book. Where do you meet at? Parking garage. Park near each other. How do you plan that out? Yeah, she told me I was like she was like I'm on the fifth, and I was like okay, I didn't really care that much, but yeah, I guess that's the uh, I can take a hint. So you, yeah, did so you, you walk out right to the, the car? Yeah. Okay. So she was there first. Yeah. She had to wait for you. Okay. Good. Okay. You're really making so me look bad. <laughs> These are all tough. facts, but it's pretty, it's pretty tough. How long? Facts did, are pretty damn. How long geez. ahead? How long? How long ahead was she? Like how? Uh, how much farther along was she? She was, she was waiting in the, wait in, the, yeah. in the 115 degree parking garage. I'm assuming her car has AC for 15 minutes max. That's a long wow, time. Wow, that's a long time, yeah. <laughs> I'm worth the wait. Okay, so it was a date. Okay, clearly he's saying it's a date. Okay, here's the here's the real question. You went to the movies. What kind of seats were they? Were they like the luxurious seats? The or were Barbie? they the armrest like armrest goes up, armrest goes down? The Barbie movie were the reclining seats. I was okay. like, oh man, this okay. is great. Barbie was fantastic. Oppenheimer was the regular, you know, you're just sitting there in a theater. So the the reclining seats he went to first. Do you you go you lay down? Is that what you did, or did you go like three quarters back? How did you how did you set your? This chair? is not going to help us establish it whether it was a date or not. All the way back. Okay, but it was it's two separate chairs though. Come on, I like my space. <laughs> okay. What am I going to do? Just, Just have it sure. in my lap the joint? Was, if you lay all the way back, she could have come over. Was and the armrest up or down in the other one between you two? I mean, arms were held. What, what do you there we go. Oh, there okay. we go. That's what we're trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, okay. So oh. there, was, there was some arm linkage. Yes. Uh, but the armrest stayed down, or did you lift it up so it was like one larger seat? I think it stayed, it stayed down. Okay. Well, here, Adam, come here. Like, give me your arm real quick. No, I don't know. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me so the visual. Like, was it like this? Yeah. Did you go? Uh, so, like, did you go like this, or did she, like, do something like this? Oh, no. Don't touch Don't touch my hand. So, you, like, did your arms, were you both sharing an armrest, I yeah, guess is share, what you're saying, sharing the and then your arms were just touching each other because they both were on the same armrest? Sharing the armrest, maybe a head was on a shoulder. Oh. It's oh. a date. All right. It was All a right. date. Cool. Okay. Good. So it was good? Oh, yeah, it was great. There you go. Barbie, she was more excited for Oppenheimer, and I feel like I was more excited for Barbie. <laughs> wow. And this uh, is So, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Uh, yes. Was, was, what about in between movies? You stop for snacks? We, she wa- wants to go get another drink, and I had to pay for those drinks. But she paid for the tickets. What are you complaining about? Yeah, what about? do you mean? You should be paying. A bottle of water was $5. The tickets were probably like what? Like 20 each for both movies? And she canoodled you. Yeah, all in all, I probably only spent like twenty dollars. There you go. So, wait, is, she, is, it, is there's a second date coming? Whatever. Who knows? It's happening. Oh, all right. He's trying. It to wasn't play. planned. It wasn't planned out on the night, though. No. Okay. Who knows? There, have you interacted since text messages? Yeah. Okay. All right. Was there any popcorn? Yes. 
one. It was one. A thing large popcorn. popcorn. Did she feed you a piece like this? Come here. No, no don't do that again. <laughs> Did you? So it was one large popcorn. You were both going out of it. Was there a lot of? Accidental hand touching inside the popcorn. Something funny did happen. Um, oh, no. Where I spilled some popcorn like in my lap, and she goes to swipe it out of my lap, and um, and sh- as she's doing that, we're on public radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, take it easy. Yeah. There's no cutting up bottom in the hole of the popcorn bucket. Shout out to the guy who thought of that it's first. A classy though. move. <laughs> but yeah, she's she, well. She's. I said you didn't have to touch my lap to get the popcorn out of there. Well, she's like, well, if you keep dropping popcorn there, I'm gonna have to clean it up, and I. Fake made the gesture. Well, let me just pour the entire bucket. Why'd wow. you fake what it? You have done it for I, real. I, I think we're getting close <laughs> to dumping territory. This is getting ridiculous. Wow. I didn't, there was groping. There was, there was canoodling. I mean, there's spilled co- popcorn. So clearly a date. All right. That's clearly a date. Yeah. 100%. All right. Easy to judge. Easy to judge. Barbie was good. Oh, Barbie was fantastic. There was one moment oh, where. Ben Shapiro, it was like Ben Shapiro oh, slams boy. Barbie. Oh god! But I, I was thinking about it. There was a point in the movie America Ferrera. She makes like the big feminist speech of yeah, women her are monologue, being a, it's yeah circulating of women being underappreciated. And I thought about that tweet. The worst person you know just made a good point. Wow! But, oh no! <laughs> well, I mean, like, the entire theater starts clapping, and then I'm getting punched in the arm about all of this is so true about how women are. It's like okay, I'm an ally. I'm here. I'm wearing pink. Well, you. I mean, I mean, you there was a husband next l- to me. Allowed her. He Wait, hold on. Did you, did you just pick that up? What? You wore pink? Yeah. What's wrong with that? I mean, I'm not. I would not do it. I know, for, much like Neverett, I would not vote so UNLV first. Buying but, too much you know, into I understand the, it. You're buying too much into the weekend. Like, just go see the movie. I want. You know what? Here's the thing. I don't trust. The mom was distracted. Can we get an honest review of the Barbie movie? Because I like. I I don't really think the mom was really focused on the movie itself. No. Uh, he was I, plotting his next dropping of popcorn right. on his lap. <laughs> I, I think we need an even-keeled analysis of the Barbie movie. Play this, please. There are a number of Barbie characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right? One plays President Barbie. One plays Dr. Barbie. One plays a Barbie with a Nobel Prize in physics. One is a mer- mermaid Barbie. However, all the male characters in Barbie world are simply called Ken. <laughs> so it's pretty clear where this movie's going. This is an assault on not just Ken, but all men. Thank God. Have, have, did he not know that's what Barbie is? Like, literally, go to the store and look at the shelf. An assault, Adam. We're under attack. I mean, By the way, the scoff when he says Nobel Peace Nobel Prize. Nobel Prize in physics. Something else that maybe could rile up some people. <laughs> President Barbie was black. Let's go. Let's go. You know I'm what? In. I don't know. Piers Morgan's got some good points. I'm in. I, I feel assaulted. Yeah, it's an assault. I can't on move men. forward now. Did you feel it was an assault on men? Oh yeah, man. Ryan Gosling, get the Oscar ready because I was feeling his pain. I'm just a kin. The song. Wait, I was feeling it. I thought now. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my interpretation of Barbie is wrong. I thought the whole point of Barbie was like Ken just doesn't have emotion. Like he just can't. Like he's just a nothing. No, I thought no. The whole point for I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen the trailers, but also knowing the history, isn't Ken just like infatuated with Barbie? Like that's the yes. thing, right? Yeah. And you know he's feeling a little not appreciated. Mm. Basically, that's you could take a, if you wanted to have isn't a takeaway from the movie. Is he the first man? Yeah, they were married to Barbie. There are a lot of. They're supposed to be boyfriend and girlfriend. There are a lot of Kins. Oh, that's scandalous though. Not married. No. Oof, single president is always a scandal. Going back to like I think. William Howard Taft. I was going to say, yeah, well, there's a reason why Taft was single. 
There are a lot of a lot of kids. All the kids were great in the movie, by the way. Okay, trying to bring back the patriarchy. I'm in. I, I heard that that word was said ten thousand times it in was. the movie. What I mean, if you're if you're using Barbie to make points, stop. Yeah. Existentialism watch, towards watch, the end. Just watch. The Barbie movie. got really deep. Towards, she gets, oh, she gets like self-aware. Yeah, the last ten. Well, minutes. I think that's the whole concept too, right? Like self-aware Barbie that like wants to escape. I don't know Barbie World. I don't know what the place is. I have not watched a trailer. I've just watched trailers. Adam, is it real it. enough that you would watch it? Like I know your no. rule of hey, this can't no. happen in the real world. Yeah, I only watch movies that can happen in real life. That can happen. Or, or, or you're saying well, that women can't win the Nobel come, Prize? No, that's why you won't exactly. watch it. <laughs> doesn't a doll come to life? Well, yeah, I'm Barbie like, Land. I mean, they're all dolls, yeah. I'm out. Well, that's why I got to – actually, I do have to watch this movie only because that's the concept I don't understand. So Margot Robbie and um, Ryan Gosling are playing in this movie, but they're technically dolls in that world. Yes, they so yada like yada. Yeah, they yeah. yada yada. Yeah, you'll be fine. It's fascinating. Don't think too hard. So yada yada, of course. It's a Barbie movie. <laughs> that's the whole point. I don't think I can watch it. You can do I it. I think I'm out. You You'd enjoy it. it. Well, I don't know. either way – I'm happy that Damon had a successful date. Me Good too. for you, buddy. Me too. It's official, Marcus Peters. He signed his contract and said, "Just win, baby." So that means it's official. That's right. Just win. I think that's required. I have allegiance to your franchise. He's from Oakland. That's a good point. That's a good point. Was wearing an A's hat, so he's definitely a Vegas guy, too. That's Las Vegas A's. Does Mark Davis like that? Probably not. Right? It's all right, though. For, you know, for the town. Sure, but like, you think when he walked up, Marcus like, Marcus, we're getting off on the wrong foot here. I mean. You want to take that hat off? I don't think he's reading that much into it. Okay. I think he's okay with it. He's not going to. And by the way, Mark Davis's problem is not with the A's franchise; it's with the A's ownership. That's a good point. Yeah. So as long as he's not he's not wearing a hat that says like "Go Fisher, Go," <laughs> I think it's okay. <laughs> I think it's all right. So we talked a lot about women a couple minutes ago, right? <laughs> Positively. Positively, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> just let's not, let's not. If you're just tuning in, don't be like, "What did they say?" We're talking about the Barbie movie. And, and Demond's date. And Demond as the female in a By the way, scenario. I mean, look, that's it's actually very representative of like what we're talking about, right? The Barbie movie, it's 2023. Demond went on a date. He was paid for. Right? Tickets, yeah. tickets were kept, bought for him. He's a kept man. That's right. Am I a feminist icon? Yes, you are. <laughs> Thank you. You should make that America Ferrara speech for sure. <laughs> yes. I got to see this movie. I can't wait to watch this. I'm gonna, I wa- I'll watch the monologue on YouTube or something. When it comes out. Yeah. I'm sure it's on Twitter somewhere. I also did not watch, obviously, another movie that everybody loved that can't happen. Mario, the Mario Brothers movie, which apparently was sad. It wasn't sad. People keep saying they're crying. I've seen it like 20 times. What? Well, my kid watches it like a thousand it's times. It's out so. on home theater? On, on digital, yeah. You, okay. can, you can buy it. All right. Buy it through home Amazon. Theater. It's not yeah, 1984. Say, yeah. Yeah. It's not the streaming? previous. Like, coming it's, soon, though. It's streaming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can buy it. And I'm not. I will fine. not. It's not sad. I mean, there's Isabel did cry, but it was like a heartwarming cry, not like a sad cry. A happy cry? Yeah, there's a point, you know, they get separated, and then there's a point where, you know, Luigi and Mario get reunited, 
<laughs> and like, and he has this line where it's like, "I told you, as long as we're together, everything's gonna be okay." And then, of course, Isabel starts weeping, and she's like, "That's our boys." And I'm like, "Not really." <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever consider naming your sons Mario and Luigi? No. Now Leonardo was up for discussion. Would you have named the second Donatello? Uh, no. By the way, you're gonna watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, right? Can't happen. But you liked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles child, when you were growing up. As a child, sure. That's the closest you'd get to watching a movie like that, though, right? Yeah, something for, you know. Like an old school thing like from back in the day that you liked that sure. they're kind of revamping a bit? Sure. Okay. We'll get you there. No, well, I also, in your case, like I, there's a lot of, I know, <laughs> it's weird. There's definitely children in my vicinity that right. I know. Like if they were like, hey, let's watch. Like I probably would watch sure. something. But I'm not going to. You're not going to actively go watch it. But if you're no. around the children in your life and they're watching it, you'll sit down with them and watch it. Oh, yeah, for okay, sure. There you go. For sure. Watched some Bluey yesterday and some Peppa Pig. That was fantastic. Well, Peppa Pig is terrible, uh, I will say. <laughs> but Bluey is is solid for the sure. most part. Well, you know what's fascinating about that is that is actually like a publicly financed by the Australian government cartoon. Really? Yeah. Okay. But like, my question is, it's gotten so huge and so profitable. Like. Even it's publicly financed by the good, government. Good, good you, for the good for the government. Good for the people. Right. So I would assume Australia is like raking it in. All these people are benefiting, right? But like, if you're the voice actors for that show, do you get like some of that? You get royalties? How's that work? This is a deep dive. I was not prepared for. Today. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know the show was Australian. I've never watched an episode. Off the, no. Off the oh, it's it's a it's a, it's a it's a feel good thing. Like it's a lot of like, like that's a like not sad, but you get a lot of adults that cry about you're it. You're right. The Peppa Pig sucks. Oh, it's terrible. No, I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, why you guys So you've watched Peppa Pig? Yeah. Well, my niece, she had like a British accent for a couple of months. Oh, it felt no. like it. Oh, no. We'll ask, we'll ask Sam Pennyadovich about sure. what he feels. I'm sure he's all in. I'm sure, yeah, he's all in on Bluey and, and Peppa gonna Pig. Love, he's going to love this. Uh, a good point brought up on social media, by the way, on uh, Z. That uh, Sesame Street, and we appreciate you uh, always checking in, Rhino, uh, was publicly funded here as well. So I was bringing up the fact that Bluey, a very popular show amongst you know children and adults that have children, uh, a publicly funded show from Australia. So, and it's big. It's really big. Very big. Speaking of big, Sam Paniotovich, very big personality in the world of sports betting. Uh, how many episodes of Bluey have you watched, Sam? What's your analysis here? Uh, well, I appreciate the compliment. Number one, I think big is a compliment. Uh, number two, I have I've seen zero, but I I can relate with you because I spent the entire weekend chasing around my buddy's kids who are four and two. And, and let me tell you right now, when the kid gets to four, you shouldn't have to carry the kid around all day. Like you're too big at four, right? You agree with this? So this is hot actually take. this is a hot topic. <laughs> a lot of people think about this. I will say, Sam. I am not like Iron Fist dad, but I do tell him like, "Buddy, you're too big. Like, you can walk." So this kid, this kid is sixty pounds, and he's like, <laughs> you know, he, he's giving me the hands the whole weekend because my buddy's carrying around the the two year old, which is easy. You anybody can carry a two year old around. It's like carrying around a bowling ball, but the four year old, who's when you're carrying him, his legs are hanging down to your knees, and I'm like, "What are we doing here?" Yep. The only time my four-year-old who's about to be five in a month will get carried is, like, if he's knocked out. You know what I mean? Like, if he's knocked out and we got to, like, move a spot, I'll pick him up. But generally, I'm actually in the boat of, like, come on, man. Like, you've been walking for, like, three and a half years now. Let's do this thing. Come on. 
Too big. Too big at four to be carried all day. Were you schooling him on any betting advice at four years old? Yeah, I taught him craps, actually. <laughs> Good. Well, I think I think if you can learn craps, you can you can walk on your own. You should have heard him trying to say seven. I mean, he couldn't quite get the whole word out, but we, we got there eventually after an entire oh, weekend. That's, that, um, but that's yeah, it's, it was a wild weekend. Uh, and, and you know, what's funny. I, I had a piece of Brian Harmon. I didn't even realize it. Like I had a little bit of Harmon at a hundred to one and I, I, I didn't realize it and I didn't follow it because I was off the grid. And then on Sunday I see he's got what a four or five shot lead and ends up winning the whole joint at 100 to 1. So that was a nice surprise. Were you in on at all one of the points of conversation around the Open Championship that I kept bringing up? Uh, Scotty Scheffler, the top 10 machine, closing in some spots at minus 140 before the tournament to finish in the top 10. And he finished, Come at, 20, on. And he finished at 23rd, Sam. <laughs> you, can't, you can't lay that. And let me, let me repeat I had a piece of Brian Harmon. I didn't <laughs> yeah. actually bet it myself, I had a piece. My big tip going into the weekend. And I'm not a big golf guy by any means. I, I I feel like I bet good numbers. I thought it was a great bet to pop Justin Thomas to finish top ten at eight to one, and I believe he was eleven over on the first day. So that was not a great piece of advice. But golf is so random, you know. I mean, and I you know I get into it all the time with golf Twitter. Golf Twitter is something else because it's full of people who brag about betting the guy at 40 who closes at 30 and misses the cut, <laughs> you know? And it's like, well, you can't bet the favorites. Like, well, the favorites usually are right in the hunt of things. Like golf Twitter is one of my favorite Twitters. All these people that bet 70, that close 50. And then the guys finish in 80th place, but they got a good number. Golf is so finicky, but that's why we bet it because it's, it's totally random. Uh, we have not seen a lot of randomness. I, I don't know how much uh, Women's World Cup you know. I actually want to talk about MLS a little bit because you did tweet the video of uh, Lionel Messi with that brilliant kick the other day. Uh, seen a ton of unders so far and the best prop ever in the Women's World Cup, which is uh, will both teams score no, which has hit, I think, in all but one game so far. Mm -hmm. uh, but in terms of MLS, how much do you think Messi being here and now all these other stars being influxed into the league, how much will that help the betting handle in the U.S.? It's a great question. I don't have a complete answer for you, but let me tell you, I've been doing a daily show out here on Nesson for two years, and we have talked about one MLS game in two years. And that is, you know, Friday's match with Messi making his debut. So I, I think the, the attraction is, is tenfold. It's not just the betting, it's the viewing, it's the, the tickets. Um, one of the guys I was with over the weekend down the Cape, is uh, a Charlotte resident, and he said that he once Messi signed with Miami, he went to go buy the tickets when Miami goes to Charlotte. You know, he's like, "Oh, let me buy these tickets, thousand dollars upper deck already." You know, like to get in, just to get in the building to watch this guy. So he raises everything. He raises awareness. He raises popularity. Raises concession prices, probably in Miami, and certainly. It's more of a conversation when it comes to betting. Like, we didn't talk about the MLS for two freaking years on the show. And Messi makes his debut, and it's in the B block of our four-block show. So block number two, ABCD, we're talking about Miami and Messi, and will Messi score a goal? So I imagine it's good for business. And then the other crazy part about Messi is, I don't know if you guys have peeped the odds from next year. Huh. Miami's already 3-1. to one 
heavy favorite to win next year's championship in the MLS. And, like, we, we have no idea what that team's going to look like. I imagine Messi's going to bring some friends into the mix. He's going to recruit some of his buddies. They're already 3-1 to one to win next year's Cup, and we don't even know who's on the team. Uh, sounds like oh, well, I was I was gonna I was looking it up right away because we also don't know uh, if Messi will play with any turf, which it sounds like he will not. I know Charlotte did have turf, but I think they have put grass in for soccer, so they'll do that. Um, any talk in New England about the Revolution and them maybe not getting the advantage of having Messi play there? No, none of that yet. Again, it's so far down the road, but it, you know the the potential for what Messi could bring, like. That place will sell out. And I, I actually was at a Rev game last year, and we're talking about, like, if you take the stadium, like, vertically and cut it in half, there was nobody in the upper bowl. Nobody. Not a soul. Like, and, and like, the lower bowl was mostly full, but if Messi's going to come and play a game at Gillette Stadium against the Revolution, that place is standing room only. And I, I know that, like, I was talking to a buddy who works at Apple TV, he said the ratings, you know, and the, the full ratings haven't really come out yet. But once they see all the games that Messi's played in, like he's saying that it's going to triple the viewership records of any MLS game. Like you take a game from five years ago, three years ago, whatever, and if you line up all the Messi games at the end of this year, it's going to double or triple the viewership from the best watch games, if you will. You can find Sam on Z. At SP Shoot, you can X him if you'd like. You can get him up there. Uh, what were What were you drinking yesterday? What is this picture I'm looking at? Dirty banana. It's a mudslide with fresh banana, and then they what they do is they roll chocolate syrup around the rim of the glass before they pour the mudslide in. Alcohol. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, this. I, I thought this guy was going to knock me out because I'm like, wait, that's one drink, and he said, oh, he's Jamaican guy who's only down there in the summer. He comes down May, June, July, August, and then goes back to Jamaica. He has a racket there. How much do you think that drink costs? One drink. How much? I mean, judging by your story right now, I would say it's expensive, so I'll go 18 15 okay. which is high. I mean, yeah. $15 for a frozen sure. banana mudslide is a lot of money. Uh, um, I was crushing them at the resort in Cancun, by the way, last week. Just crushing them. It's the best drink ever, especially just sitting in the pool. It's great. I'm actually terrified – since we're on the topic now, I am terrified of next weekend when we go to San Diego. I am, I'm scared. There are too many maniacs, there's too much booze, and there's too much money to be bet at Del Mar. I, I'm actually I, I'm semi-scared of this trip next weekend. Wait, were you not there last year? I had never been. Oof. Yeah, last year it got fairly ugly. Well, then you got the, some guys in the crew. We're not going to name names. Like, they, you know, oh, at, at midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, they go, hey, we should go to Tijuana. <laughs> Great idea. Like, are you, are you out of your mind? We've been drinking since noon. Now it's midnight, and you want to go to a foreign country. Well, last call is 1 o'clock. What are you supposed to do? See, you're the, you're the problem. You're the problem. <laughs> No comments. I might be. It's possible. It's actually from. It's not. It's much farther from Del Mar than it is from downtown San Diego. So I don't think you're going to have that issue. All right. Um, by the way, we did this segment on the show today, not to take over the conversation. Oh, you're good. Since Harmon was a hundred to one, we laid out a couple options that are a hundred to one across the major sports, and I can give you a couple off the top of my head. Justin Jefferson is a hundred to one to win the NFL MVP. Mm-hmm. The Thunder are 100-1 to to win the NBA championship. 
Alexander Ovechkin is 100-1 to to win the Hart Trophy in the NHL. And I believe the Chicago Blackhawks are 100-1 to to win the Stanley Cup. I, I went thunder. I mean, we had to pick one of the four. And uh, I, I went thunder because of Gilgis Alexander, Chet Holmgren. Maybe they add somebody at the deadline. Like, I, it's a tough question. And obviously, 100-1 to is likely not going to win. But, you know, Jefferson at 100-1 to and Thunder 100-1, to you definitely bet those before you bet the Blackhawks to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, I'll take my chances on J.J., yeah, I mean, dude, if he if he catches, you know, say he catches 200 balls for 2,000 yards and 18 touchdowns, like the thing about the MVP is it's usually a quarterback unless it's a position player who does something that hasn't been done before. Right. And I want to say, without, without looking, I want to say Calvin Johnson has the receiving yardage record at like 18 or 1,900. So if J.J. goes 2,000 and catches almost 20 touchdown passes, He'll be the MVP. 1,964, the record for a single season. Yeah, Calvin Johnson. You, uh, you want an off-the-beaten-path off the 100-1? to uh, Can I interest you in Amari Cooper to win Offensive Player of the Year at 100-1 to or better? Browns he's, with Cleve, he's with yep. Cleveland, right, Watson? Yep, and if Deshaun Watson is close to 2020 Deshaun Watson and he's their best receiver by a mile on that roster, just saying. They're not going to vote well, for Watson. No, but they're going to vote for Amari That's Cooper. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why he would have a better chance. So here's another conversation to sort of I, – I do like – you can sell me on anything at 100-1 to and I'd be intrigued a little bit. But the one bet from a buddy of mine who bets for a living in Vegas, he said he loaded up on Nick Chubb to win the Offensive Player of the Year. And, again, that's a market where if you, if you go back the last 10, 15 years, usually it's a quarterback that wins the MVP, and then the Offensive Player of the Year is a running back or a receiver. And he says the way that they're going to change this offense – it's going to be a lot different schematically for Chubb. They're going to pass it more, and they're going to spread everybody out, which opens up the home runs for Chubb. And I, you know, I was looking at the fantasy rankings. Chubb is basically one-one in these fantasy leagues right now. Like yeah. he's the first guy off the board. So if Nick Chubb is going to have less guys in the box and less guys to run over or run around, that's a guy you want to consider for offensive player of the year. You can find, I think. I think it was Circa or, or Superbook had 30-1 to 1 on Chubb to be the offensive player of the year. Since we're uh, talking about wards, I was going to take something from your Twitter the other day. We have less than a minute here, but is there any value to be found in the AL MVP with the hope that Otani is shipped out to the NL? Uh, it's a great conversation. We don't have enough time. Maybe we can re-rack this some other time. Um, but if he gets traded, you know, the, the voters are sort of split. One guy said he's top three no matter what. But there are two examples, if you go back through time, two MVPs that were traded, or two MVP candidates that were traded midseason, Mark McGuire from Oakland to St. Louis and Manny Ramirez from Boston to Los Angeles. They didn't even place in the American League voting. They placed in the National League, but once they got traded to a different league, guys didn't vote for them in the, in the first league. So that's something to think about. But then again, Otani is something we've never seen before. So I... If he gets traded tomorrow, I, I don't think that guarantees him the MVP, but we shall see. Maybe Pop Corey Seager at 20 to 1. Nesson, Fox Sports, Chicken Dinner Podcast, Sam Peniadovich. Good to talk to you, man. Thank you. All right, boys. See ya. You can follow him on Z at SP Shoot. Stop saying that. Oh, Otani's still winning the American League MVP if he gets traded, by the way. I don't know. There's no good candidates. Somebody will have to take over the last two months.